What's going on, travelers? Welcome back to the 42nd episode of The Resonance, a weekly Genshin Impact podcast. I am your host, Dalton. With me is Pharaoh. Yo, 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 what's up? I just realized I did the regular intro for our mm-hmm. pre-banter as I was in the middle of saying that. <laughs> you you did, but, uh, you know, it still sounds good. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> or I'm sure the patrons won't mind. It's not like they give us money or anything. Exactly. Yeah, they, They'll love it. <laughs> they will point it out to me. They'll be like, hey, uh, you forgot to say this was a pre-banter episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Um, not a whole lot of news this week, honestly. This is going to be probably the shortest news half that we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, l- literally nothing notable. I would think that we're probably going to get, what, special program maybe in two weeks from Yeah, now? I think so. So, I don't know, maybe... I mean, they already showed off Dea and Mika, so I don't know. Maybe we get like character demos or something like that, or or collected miscellanies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We got to get something soon, but we're like uh, we're in a drought right now. Of yeah, it, that's you know, you always got to watch out for the drip. So it's going pretty slow right now. I still have some stuff to do, but like I'm I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, yeah. I definitely hear you there. Okay, um, we do have a review reading. I'll read this one, even though I did the last one. This there is no uh, character voice to uh, okay. do. So yeah, uh, but you get the last. You get the next character voice. I'm excited yes. to hear what the next one's going to be. By the way, because for a while it was you getting all the male characters, and then me getting like Diona and uh, Kokomi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now it's, it's only flipped. been two. It's it's only I wouldn't say all of the. It feels it's only like been five. Two. <laughs> True. Each each female voice feels like ten. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a five star review off of Apple Podcast, a very chill Genshin Impact podcast. Uh, this is left by Bookkeeper. They said I found this podcast around episode twenty three ish. I think I remember looking for Genshin podcasts over a year ago. But I gave up pretty quickly and never bothered to look again for a long time. Uh, they were there. They're just very poorly, uh, what's the, like, marketed. Yeah, the names don't include Genshin Impact, so they don't pop up unless you type in, like, a specific, yeah. like, keyword from Genshin because they're trying to be uh, creative with their name. So Right. They said, I'm very happy I discovered the resonance because I get all the latest news with ease. One thing that I really appreciate about this channel specifically is how clean it is. A lot of the Genshin gamers tend to swear a lot, which I'm not condemning them for, but having one media outlet that doesn't do that is refreshing. I don't have mm-hmm. to worry about my siblings or parents accidentally hearing something. I would definitely recommend this podcast because not only is it engaging and informative, but also not too long and not too short. Oh, there we go. That's the that's the perfect mark we were always looking for. I know. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. that review. <laughs> and you even like you even got praise on the swearing, which I am like very <laughs> like, uh, oh, I like to swear. I even <laughs> let it slide sometimes, but Yeah, I yeah, always you, I always you were... pillatural it out. Exactly. <clears throat> so there we go. Well, thank you for the great review. Um surprised you didn't ask for us to read it in like a character's voice, but I guess you wanted it uh clean cut. That's fine with me. That's right. Um, but if you guys would like to, it helps the show out greatly. If you go over to Apple Podcasts, you can leave like a detailed review there, or you can go to Spotify, 
Uh, Spotify's review system is literally just stars. You can't really type anything out. So, uh, But all reviews are appreciated. helps us out. Um, and we appreciate the feedback. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Uh, how do we do this show? Oh, yeah. Discord. Discord.me <laughs> forward slash the resonance. If you guys want to come join our community, we do a lot of awesome stuff. Uh, we have to do an event. I don't know what we're going to do. Um, hopefully soon. I'll figure something out. I got to finish the maze and I've been slacking. How long on has it. it been since our last TCG? Um, we did that in December. So I think maybe oh, like. Not very end- far away then. Yeah, I think maybe end of March, January, February. Yeah. yeah, end of March, early April, we'll do another TCG tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, since then we'll definitely be in 4.5, right? Yeah. And then, because are we in 4.4 right now? Yeah. Yeah, we are. So 4.5 will hit, and we'll probably get two more character cards for people to, to get, and that will add... That'll be those two plus Beto and Klee that we've gotten since the last one. So it'll add a new kind of mix to mm. to the game. And they balanced a ton already. So Does it feel like we're moving fast through this up through these update cycles? Or no? I just uh, realized we're we're on four point four. Like that's pretty far along already. Yeah, I mean considering that like they don't even go all the way up to three like 2.9 or 3.9 before they even do a whole new area but yeah no you're you're not wrong it's it's been pretty i mean think i mean before we got sumeru we were stuck in inazuma for like an extra what like two or three weeks yeah and then on top of that to catch up they gave us like the first two or three updates of sumeru a week earlier than normal yeah so i mean maybe it was that initial jump and now we're just uh, I mean, we only have Dea out of all of the ones that we, like, all the Sumeru characters that we would have had, like, already seen starting with 3.0, so I'm, I'm not sure. Right. Yeah, it does feel like it's going by pretty quick. Yeah, because it's just like, I think it was, what, was it 3.8 or 3.9 that was the release, you know, right before the release of um, Sumeru? Oh, it was 2. Point, yeah, 2.7 or 2.8. Yeah, so I mean, we're already at four four point four, or was it four point four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, we're we're cruising right now. Three months. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, what's gonna happen? But yeah, it's um, huh, interesting. Okay. Yep. So and what do we do? We have the um, when we went to Sumeru, did we have? Oh no, we had the um, the summertime Odyssey event before Sumeru. Yeah, that was right before Sumeru. I mean, and you know, granted, they could always add like a whole nother, uh, like sub area. Like they added the chasm, right. they added, uh, Enconomia, which was kind of like already built into the world that existed. So, like, right. maybe we just get something like that to bridge us over. I don't know. I yeah, suppose they, mean, they don't even need to stick to that, really, right? Like, they could easily just make 4.0 still Sumero. I don't see why. I mean, I don't think don't, that's going to happen. Don't say that because I want to go to Fontaine so badly. So. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah. It's the one that I'm like <laughs> super excited for. I just want I want Fontaine to be steampunk city, like, mm-hmm. but all water, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be, so it's going to be like Italy steampunk with tons of water, right? France. France. Oh, that's right. 
France. That's right. France, yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So then, yeah, I mean, that'll be super nice. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I can't wait. Oh, and we got those twins, too. They're from Fontaine. Oh, yeah, that's the first. I don't. I still don't know how they're going to do that. How are you wanting that to play out? Do you want that to be one character with that's two characters, or are you wanting it to be two separate characters? Um, I, I think it's going to be one character with a skill mm-hmm. that switches between the two. I do not think it'll be that. I think, I think that is too complex for them. Mm-mm. No, it's not. From what no they've had too far. No. What's what's your reasoning for why that is I'm, going to happen? They do it with child already. Uh, so, I mean, hold on. Kind Imagine of running. How are they going to make two characters running at the same time? Imagine you, gliding with two characters at the same time. Are they both going to have wind That'd riders? That actually be super easy. No, well, yeah, I mean, sure, you could have them be on like one shared glider, like one's holding the other. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can I see could that. Totally see that. I, I am, I am putting money on the fact that it's going to be both of them out at the same time, and it's like, so let's say they have a sword, right? They're going to like their. Um, combo attacks are just going to be like them kind of switching off using the sword in some very fluid movement. That would be cool. And I think that it's going to be like, you know, their ultimate's going to be them both using whatever power at the same time. And I think that um, whenever, like, they glide and stuff like that, I, I think it's literally going to be like one kind of carrying the other. Um, or, or holding, you know, the hands of the other one while the other one kind of dangles, uh, which would be hilarious to watch. Um, that would be actually pretty funny. But yeah, so I think that there's there's tons of ways that they could do that. But I think that it's following their MO. I think that it, that they're going to always be together, like, present at the same time. I don't see a Switch happening. Hmm, I don't know. Because what's, what's their justification for a Switch? Unless, like, one goes in a bottle or something. Like, is like where's the other one going to go? It's magical. Who are gonna you going to control? You're going to control, control. They're both going to move as one unit. Like imagine them like both. <laughs> I like, can't see it happening. I, imagine them both as basically one unit tethered together at all times. So like it's like them holding hands and like they're running together. Like so like it's literally the same movements. It's just like a wider total unit size. I know, but I can't. I can't see it. Like <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> um, well, you know what? I think I think this is a safe one to have a bet on. Like, so we'll, like we'll when, when, when the character is like, when the one character gets hit, are you going to mm-hmm. get hit too? So your hitbox is just like twice as big? No, I think it's just going to be, I think it's literally going to be like, you know, a normal health pool. It's just going to be like, it's visually will look different, but the oh, way that everything works all right. is going to be all the same. <laughs> I don't think it'll, I like it to me, it seems far more normal for them to do that than anything else. Like I would say that's the easiest thing that they could do. Just treat it as one unit. I don't know. I I mean, <laughs> I would love people get in the Discord, tell him he's wrong. I don't understand what's wrong with his mind right now. <laughs> I just can't see them making. I mean, I mean, they're gonna do whatever they're gonna do, right? Like, and listen, I don't really care either way. If they put two Allen on the field, it's gonna be fine. My brain just can't comprehend how what that's gonna look like. Like now, I have two people in front of me. 
which one am mm-hmm. I supposed to look at? Like they're one. It's I'm gonna have to focus. <laughs> they're twins. I'm gonna have to focus on which one is gonna start attacking. Like you know what I mean? Like I don't know. It just I think your weird. your mind is for some reason making it far more difficult than it actually is. It's very simple. I feel like. Um, one thing I will say though, mm-hmm. in and this is kind of like off topic, but it kind of I'll it'll circle. We're back. already there. We're off topic. Yeah. Um, in the new jedi survivor the star wars game Mm -hmm. the sequel to fallen order if you watch like their trailer that they did at the game awards Mm -hmm. there's like a part where you you have your lightsaber and then there's like a a guy that you're traveling with like a companion that Mm -hmm. has like a blaster right and you like slice somebody with a lightsaber and then like you kind of hunch over and the guy with the blaster kind of like rolls like rolls on top of your back Mm-hmm. And then like comes d- and then comes down and like shoots with the blaster. I want mm-hmm. that, but with these Genshin, with the twins. Like I want yeah, one of them I think to like we're definitely swipe, get stuff like that. And then like one of them to like launch the other one, or like spin them around and then like throw them at somebody. Mm-hmm. And then like they stab them or cut them with the sword. Like if they make that, like you said, fluid. Then I mean they're coming from Fontaine. It better be fluid. It's freaking water. So (laughs) it better, it just like got to look good. If it doesn't look, if it looks clunky, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do. I actually have full confidence that it will be whatever that they choose to do. It will be very fluid, but I think it will very much be stuff like that. I think it will be one of the coolest, um, animations like for like just even basic attacks that you'll see. I think that they're going to be kind of all jumping around. Like one's going to be jumping on top of the other, jumping off, grabbing the sword, swinging it down. Like, I think we're going to see some really cool stuff. It's just, how are they going to use it? I personally think it's just going to be like one unit and it's going to move as one unit and it's going to be very fluid feeling. Um, and you'll only really feel the, the two kind of separate during like combo attacks or abilities, but they could also do it as like a, you remember ice climbers from super smash? Uh, yeah. Yeah. They could also do it something like that where like you control one of them, but the other one is kind of, it's tethered to you essentially, but it has kind of a, an AI mind of its own that mm. is intuitive to whatever you want. True. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. <clears throat> um, the one thing that I, you know, and I, to kind of play devil's advocate to my own point of mm-hmm. it being weird. I wouldn't be surprised if this is the update that we see. I forget their name right now, but the puppet harbinger, the puppet master harbinger. I wouldn't be surprised if they introduce that harbinger to Fontaine. I think it's definitely what's going to happen because they're already implementing this other character, this playable character that is essentially two bodies where the puppet tier is going to be like Mm -hmm. the puppet master and the puppet. So I could see that, but that's like my own speculation. Yeah, I really want that Harbinger. I think I said it whenever we originally talked about the Harbingers whenever we saw that big video release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, that's, like, my favorite one um, for sure. Uh, her and, and the Doctor are, are, like, my two favorites. That's cool. But, yeah, very excited for all that stuff. Obviously, we have a lot to look forward to with Fontaine is, is the summation of what we were talking about. Oh, yeah. Wow, we made this episode, like, 15 minutes longer. That was there really you easy. You wanted it longer. There it is. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's hop into the news. Uh, like I said, it's not a whole lot, and some of it is pretty negligible. I probably could skip it all and you wouldn't miss a beat, but 
Um, like our reviewer said, they like that they get all the news, so we mm-hmm. have to continue that streak. Uh, log in with Twitter account service adjustment notice. Hoyoverse says, we are in the process of confirming the impact of the Twitter API adjustments on game account login and the corresponding resolutions. To prevent possible account login problems, we recommend going to the Hoyoverse account page below to link your email address for account logins. Please stay tuned for further announcements regarding the situation. Thank you for your understanding. I don't know what you guys are doing still using Twitter to log in. Yeah. Uh, You should have changed that. Like a month ago, two months ago, when Twitter started to catch on fire, if you didn't do right. it now, you you should. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what's going on. Uh, I'm assuming people are just having problems logging in, but I don't know anybody who's logging in with a Twitter account. Yeah, I, I actually didn't even know you could do that until just now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. It It seems pretty silly to me, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, they had a tips for travelers quick start feature. I think most players kind of know about this, but players who are newer would probably appreciate this a little bit more. Have you ever used the quick start feature when trying to experience a new event? If you use the quick start feature, you can skip the prerequisite quests and take part in the event to experience the story, gameplay, and earn rewards. However, please note that using the quick start feature will have a certain impact on your gaming experience. That just means it's not going to make any sense compared to where you're at in the story because they always lock the events and certain uh, cutscenes and stuff like that behind uh, prerequisite story quests or Archon mm-hmm. quests. So I think it's great, especially for people who don't want to miss out on events and they're not that yeah. far in the game. But yeah, it's it's I mean. It's one of the best things that you could do, honestly, for a game like this, you know, where you have new content come out and it's always with like whatever's current, right? Um, or for the most part. So yeah, I, I do really like the fact that you can do that. But as as you and the article said, like the narrative cohesion will be very much lost if you do oh, that. Yeah. Um, if you're stuck in Mondstadt still and you're seeing something in, in the zoo actually i guess can you even do that how do you do that for those it's just i think it's just a quick start you're just yeah i mean listen i don't know because you just show up in inazuma like here no, i am <laughs> i don't think you do any of the quests i think you only get to do like what's in the event ui where you choose like which event you want to do mm. and then i don't know because i haven't done it i'd be actually really interested if someone could like join the discord or if someone's in our discord already that has used the quick start feature like how it works because i'm, I'm assuming you like because like right now i don't even know mm-hmm. is there a quick start feature for lisa's outfit event i have i have no idea i guess that's the problem with us being so far into it like in current we, we have no idea how those like backward compatible features work yeah so So, like (laughs) i would assume that like how we get teleported to the domain and then we go up to the domain they would just get into the domain from the ui Mm -hmm. because it wouldn't make any sense right they would just go to sumer like sumeru and just be teleported there and then be like okay i'm gonna go in this domain where like normally you'd have to like walk right yeah, but I guess maybe if it, like, because I feel like the only weird one there is Inazuma, because Inazuma was locked behind, like, you couldn't get there until you did a specific part, right? But the rest of it, like, you could literally all walk there, so maybe it wouldn't be that 
that strange if you just kind of showed up and were like, hey, what's up? Because it'd be no difference than just walking there yourself from Mondstadt all the way to Sumeru just because you felt like it, you know? Yeah. So I guess that wouldn't be too terrible. But yeah, Inazuma was the only question mark for me because it's just literally it was locked behind the whole storm boat sequence. Like you're, you're not yeah, getting there true. otherwise. So, yeah. yeah. I remember I sailed all the way from <clears throat> Leeway to, uh, to Inazuma. Oh, really? Yeah, because I didn't know I had to do a quest to get there. And then I, by the time I got there, I was like, oh, yeah, I can just do the quest. And then I got yeah. there. Well, there you go. I actually didn't even know that you can, that it would let you sail there. I thought you had to do the boat quest. Unless I did the, I don't know. Maybe I did the quest. Like, I think it was like I did the quest and then it let me go there, but mm-hmm. I didn't go there right away. So I was able, I like, I unlocked it to go there, but never physically went. That could be it. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea. I did it the straight lace way. I wasn't a rebel like you. So, Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wasn't a rebel. I just, wasn't using my brain because like my coworker was like oh you can just do the quest and it'll bring you there and i was like oh oh okay oh yeah you were still like new you were a scrub whenever that <laughs> yep. whenever that part came out that's yeah, absolutely right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um other than that we have the iridescence in papers web event uh which was a great web event by the way did you take part in this you know the answer to this. <laughs> okay. That was a mistake because this was actually like a pretty good one. And mm-hmm. like you cut out papers and then put the papers together to make like a puzzle. And then you got 20 Prima Gems every day. Mm, that and actually would have been pretty good. Plus 10 at the end. So you pretty much like if you would have did that and then did dailies for a day, you would have got a free pool basically. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyhow, there are wallpapers and there are calendar wallpapers uh, that you can download from the event. Art style is really good. They have like chibi versions of the characters that were included in the event. My only thing is, is like, how do you use this? Like, do you just download it and make it your background? And then like, you, it doesn't tell me what day of the week it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not sure what the deal is there, <laughs> how they want you to use it and in what capacity, but... Uh, it's there, I guess. Maybe it's for, like, if you want to, like, print it out and then use it like that. Like, physically use it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the Stone Ages when you had a printout calendar. You remember that? I still have two in my house. Oh, wow. <laughs> I have not even seen one of those in a super long time, so yeah. I think what's throwing me off is that it says event calendar wallpapers, so they're meant for, like, a phone. But you can't, I, like... I have no idea. Then. You can't interact with the numbers on the calendar. It's not like an app. It's just a background. I don't know. I would say it has to be meant to be a physical copy. Fair enough. All right, that's it for the news. Like I said, very short. Uh, not a whole lot. Hopefully we get some stuff next week on Daya and Mika. Who knows? Let's take a break. And then, oh, you know what? I forgot to... Com- I completely forgot to mention. We are talking about... Uh, I'll hide them story quest in the second half. So if you're not caught up and you don't want spoilers, now's a good time to pause the show. Um, that way you don't get spoiled, uh, but we are going to talk about it. And I, I don't know if we're going to go into like terrible detail, but I think like some of the most interesting things about this is like right at the end. So yeah, I would agree. It's pretty much all at the end is the interesting stuff. Yeah. So we'll, uh, do that and yeah. And then we'll wrap up the show. Thank you. 
And we are back from our break. We're going to dive into Al Haytham's story quest. I took about three pages of notes, but we're not going to go through all those because oh, that God. would take. Yeah, you know oh. me. Yeah. I know. I'm afraid I'm going to miss something. Yeah, fair enough. Um, basically, how this opens up is there's a researcher. His name is Ilyas. He's uh, looking for one of the Matra because he needs to report a researcher. That researcher's name is Siraj. Basically saying Siraj is uh, Dottore's um, protege. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like experimenting on people. And that's not, I'm not, I'm lying. It's not, he's not actually Dottore's protege. So don't actually think that I'm. No, he's a, a wannabe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he does go to the Matra at the Academia. We take him there and then he meets up with Al Haytham. And it's a whole uh, thing trying to figure out. Uh, where this Siraj guy is at, because apparently he is a very well-known researcher. Um, but the problem is that Ilyas, he has amnesia now, and he can't remember anything. So the whole thing is we're with Alhaitham to kind of help him remember uh, what happened to him. And so we kind of, it's it's a very short quest, to be completely honest. We You're yeah. kind of just running around trying to get answers and trying to strum up Ilyas's memory. But I think... Like one of the big things is right when you get to Gundarvaville, basically in an attempt to help him remember, he basically is going to Gundarvaville to hand in a paycheck to give to his sister to help his family out. And you find out that he uh, originally everybody hates him because uh, back in the past he had a there was a researcher who was like a fraud and he basically reported him and then he basically this guy's a narc um (laughs) (laughs) he reported this researcher and because there were other researchers working on his project and basically like in the academia if you're working on a project with another researcher you get credit for that and it kind of goes towards you graduating so by taking down this researcher who was basically like hosting the project he actually harmed a bunch of other researchers in getting and getting like and graduating from the academia. I think that Mm. pretty much sums it up pretty well. Yeah, I'd say so. And so uh, I think the big thing here is that Al-Haytham's classmate was Siraj, the one who's doing this project that where he was experimenting on people. And and Al-Haytham basically already knows all about it because he was his classmate. And when he proposed the project, he actually declined it as the scribe because it was, it had to do with one of the six cardinal sins, which, uh, involved involved uh, human evolution. Mm-hmm. So, um, and Al Haytham does say that the six cardinal sins are the origin of all evil, but we don't really get any more of the f- like of the six. We only get this one. Yeah, I thought it was weird that they didn't then tell us what all of them were. Yeah, the special program trailer made it seem way more important than mm-hmm. than it actually was in the story quest. Yeah. Either way, we eventually give Ilyas's paycheck to his sister, and from there, that's when Ilyas remembers, oh, I know where he is doing the experiments now. It's, it's His memory's coming back to him, and we go to the cave, and I'm trying to think how to like say this without diving too deeply, but basically, it's like a hive mind, so basically, mm-hmm. he's... he's uh, creating a collective consciousness between all these researchers and he is and Siraj is the overmind so he's basically the one controlling everybody 
and he's saying that basically the collective consciousness will be way more efficient and better than individual humans thinking for themselves, um, which is right. kind of ironic because he, that's all he's doing right now is thinking about himself. True. So there's that. And so when we get there in the cave, because that's where all of the researchers are basically connecting to the collective consciousness, uh, some memories of Ilias start to leak out. And Alhaitham pretty much even says that like it's not like a it's not a good system, and that's why he declined his project back in the day. Mm-hmm. And so Ilias's memory starts to leak out, and if if you have like this is like off the off the board, I guess I can say, but it has nothing to do with the with the story quest, but it kind of does. But if you guys like have issues with suicide, or you guys have suicidal thoughts, obviously there are you know, avenues you can go through to like reach out and for help, or you can talk to somebody. There's people that care about you. Uh, but Ilias's researcher or friend that was getting, um, basically pulled around actually ends up like killing himself. And mm-hmm. that's why he reports them. And you kind of learn that. Um, right. So, which is pretty crazy they were they literally were just like that's why he jumped off the the roof or the balcony or whatever and it's like dang that's dark yeah exactly how did you feel about like all this so far like leading up to it i know you kind of gave me an inkling of your thoughts but yeah i thought it was like it wasn't nearly as good (laughs) if i'm being honest it wasn't nearly as good as i thought it was going to be um it felt kind of meh the very the very end you know where we're going getting into now um is better but uh yeah at the beginning it was very slow moving and i i hate the whole amnesia thing i've seen it so many times before in so many games and uh it can get a little in in fact many times even in just genshin have we dealt with a character who happens to have amnesia and we have to help him find his memories you know what i mean true yeah so yeah you're not Um, wrong (laughs) it's a little, little tedious for me yeah. So when we get there, Ilyas pretty much goes back to the collective consciousness, even though he knows that it's wrong. But basically, his only his only way of getting to graduate from the academia was to work with another researcher, and nobody wanted to work with him since he kind of threw everybody under the bus. So that's when Siraj came up to him and said, "Hey, you can work with me on this project," and he saw that as an out. So, right. That's basically it. And Paimon calls Siraj Giga Jerk. I love that. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Giga, Giga Jerk does enter the scene and he throws a bunch of B puns around like left and right. Mm-hmm. And he reveals that he did all of this to have members of the Hive go to the Academia and basically make him sage because he hates Al Haytham because Al Haytham is the one who declined his project at the very beginning. Which, right. when I say the beginning, I mean like back before we even came to Sumeru. Mm-hmm. So... Giga Jerk didn't really realize that since Ilias's hatred that was previously like installed into the minds of the hive was like overwritten because of the time they spent investigating and they shared some time with Ilias. Mm-hmm. Um one of the things that Siraj did was basically implant his hatred for Al Haytham, but then as Ilias spent time with Al Haytham, he kind of was like, Hey, you're not like that bad of a guy. Like you're actually a good guy, like trying to help me. And then he brought that into the hive, and it kind of, you could say, like, it kind of corrupted everything. Yeah. 
And that's kind of where it, it fell apart. Basically, Alhaitham is five-head Giga Chad. Pretty much. We have Giga Chad and we have Giga Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. And then, uh, so that basically stopped them from wanting to eliminate Alhaitham. It falls apart. Um, and Sino comes. He takes Siraj away and the researchers. Um, all that's good and dandy. And then outside, Paimon kind of asks Alhaitham, like, hey, <clears throat> Excuse me, he's like, she's like, hey, like, what happened in there? You need to explain yourself. And Alhaitham is like, nah, and he walks away. <laughs> I love it. Very Alhaitham, yeah. yeah. Um, and then he actually invites us to his house, which I did not see happening. So we go to yep. his house, and who's there? Was his name K- Kai- Kaya? Oh, God, I hope not. I th- if that was Kaya in his house, I would have legitimately through my phone and I would have started a new account without all Hytham in it if he let Kaya into his home. It's uh it's <laughs> What was his name? Kava. Kava, that's right. <laughs> or Kave, I don't know how they pronounce it yet. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Kava. Um I love their dynamic that they have. It's great. Yeah. So I think like this is like the best part, even though it's literally like the last like not even yep. twenty minutes of the story quest. Um, and it's not a whole long story quest either. I think there are a ton that were a lot longer, but mm-hmm. um, but Kava is there, and at first, the way they talk, mm-hmm. like, uh, at least the way that Kava reacts to seeing Traveler and Paimon in Alhaitham's home, it makes you mm-hmm. feel like Kava's kind of in the closet, and that yeah. he... And that he doesn't want people knowing that he's with Alhaitham, which I thought was kind of good because mm-hmm. I feel like now I'm not gay, but I like I have friends that are and mm-hmm. and whatever. So I feel like it was a very good representation of someone who's kind of like paranoid about people finding out that they're gay. But he but then it kind of becomes clear that he's actually just in debt and he's living with Alhaitham. So I don't know. Like, I feel like they they did a spin on it. They were like, let's make it seem like they're together, but then slowly over time I thought maybe that's just like my my Genshin ship mind like sending that off. And Yeah, then... they they kinda did the same thing at the end of the um Archon quest, whenever you first saw him for the first time with uh he and Al Hytham fighting in the library. Yeah. So it was like that same kind of thing. You got the vibe that they were maybe together on the down low or something. You weren't sure, but yeah, I thought it was really funny that it, it was <laughs> out of embarrassment, basically, because he was in debt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of wish that it was the my original way of thinking was that, like, they're, like he's in the closet and, like, he doesn't want people knowing that I'll hate them and Both him together. Both can be true. I Both mean, it be could true. be true. I just, I really want them to just like. I, I like them together. <laughs> I like them together. It's so, so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but yeah, and they literally like, b- they bicker. Uh, d- to me, Al Haytham wins. He just like, he, he has every comeback and he pisses Kava off to the point where he makes Kava walk away like three times. It's always the guy who stays the coolest that wins in a fight. That That's Al Haytham every time. Yep. Yeah, he's like, he said something about like something not him not looking good or like him, mm-hmm. like looking bad. And then Alhaitham is like, yeah, kind of like that painting that you hung up. And it's just yeah. like really funny as like a bunch he, of. He knows how to press the buttons, basically. Yep. 
Yeah. Um, one thing uh, worth noting is that Alhaitham does reveal that he already put in his resignation and plans to go back to being the scribe. Mm-hmm. So that's huge. I was kind of hoping that he would be like, then again, like, I kind of like this better, even though I want him to be the Grand Sage so bad. Same, yeah. But I feel like they can't just keep giving these great characters acting roles. Like, Gene is acting, uh, what is it called? Acting, is it Grandmaster? Uh, Grandmaster, I think. Okay, now we have acting Grand Sage. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they can't keep doing this. Yeah, um, I agree. But I, I like, I mean, I don't know. I, I like him in either position, honestly. Like, as long as he's yeah. there, it's good. Um, And then after completing, the, and that basically is it. He he says, you guys should go grab dinner. I'm going to eat my dinner. Bye. And then mm-hmm. if you, did you go back in? No. <gasps> you didn't go back in. No, I didn't. You just left. Yeah. You didn't see them bicker alone without you there? Oh no way! Yes, this I did. would happen. Yes, no, no, no. Okay. I did. Dang I did. It. I did see it. Yeah, yeah. So if you, if anybody has finished the quest, you have the option to just completely like roam around his house. It's it's very easy to miss, especially if you're just like, okay, I did that. I need to go run through resin or do dailies or something, or you need to like go do something else, and you just go to your map and teleport out. You're gonna completely miss it. Mm-hmm. But if you go back to Al Haytham's house and you go back into the room that you were at, um. You get Kava and Alhaitham bickering a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. just between them them both. You're not technically there. Yeah. And Alhaitham says, Oh or no, Kava says, I'll have to make sure that when you go buy furniture that I'm with you. And mm-hmm. then Alhaitham says, Well, what will I have to do? Bring you out and then buy you drinks? And he's like, Yeah, of course. And then that's when you <laughs> kind of get a little bit of like the debt thing like right so that's when i was just like ah damn it they're maybe he's not you know gay for all life maybe he just is in debt and he is embarrassed and i still think it's both but i think it could it could be both that's my that's my my ship mind working you know just as yours yep but yeah i'm thinking both overall i I think you know what sorry i just want to say i think that's the convenient excuse you know what? I, the debt is the convenient excuse that they tell themselves. True, very true, and I don't think yeah. that's like a very long reach either. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so <clears throat> uh, they 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 bicker like a married couple. I I love mm-hmm. it. I th- I think it's great. Yeah, definitely. And you get a nice good look at Kava's vision too. Yeah. So that is um, true. I'm assuming we're gonna probably get him. Probably oh, yeah. next, like in three, what is that? 3.6, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. So. All right. That was the yeah. end of Alhaitham's story quest. Um, mm-hmm. Not too much there that was very important, but you got a lot of lore with between him and Kava, and you get a little a little bit of that. That, that was at least worth it for me. I agree. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. You go first because... I need to load up the game. Okay. All right. Hold on a second. Now you're still pulling on Alhaitham's banner or? Pulling on Alhaitham's, yeah. Okay. And I I do have one. I think I'm like 40 pulls into um, a pity. So we'll see. And you're on your 50-50 or what? I'm on my 50-50 right now. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
Blue. No. no. <laughs> okay. Dang Ugh. it. What was it? Oh, I, I swiped right off the screen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I saw blue. Blue, get out of here. All right. <laughs> so this is where I'm at. I'm at 66 pity on the weapon banner. Mm-hmm. And I think I have enough for one, or I think I have enough for two, maybe three pulls. So we're going to go right into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at like 60, uh, say I was at like 66 pity. So I'm like, I'm right there. I could pull a You're, five star yeah, right now. It is very possible for you. All right, here we go. There's, I think I'm only going to have two. One's a blue. So we're at 67 now. Goes up every one pull, right? Yeah. Okay. Five star. I can't look. I can't look. No way. I can't look. I can't look. I'm so scared. Oh I need Alhitham sword so bad. I got it. Oh, oh man. Snap. Nice. Oh. <laughs> wow. I wasted wow. all my primos on on this banner. And oh yes. He's losing the black sword. Oh man. Wow. All right. That is great. And I wasn't going to be able to do the next, like, if I lost that fate, I was not going to be able to continue on. So Right. So th- this was your 50-50 again? Yeah, I got Primordial okay. Jade Spear the first time, and then I got Alhytham's sword now. So now Shao Ooh. has his sword, and now I have, oh, man, that sword looks so good. Ugh, Woo. I'm jealous. Now I'm I can jealous. start saving for whatever primos I have left for mm-hmm. uh for, I guess Yalon is who I'm going to go for if I ever get her. So, right. And if I don't, then they just go to Shenhe. Yeah, not bad. All right. Wow. I'm so happy. Yeah, you're lucky. I you hate know you, how bad yeah. I was going to feel if like I didn't get the weapon. And all those primos, like all those. Primos. I would have. I would have. I would have paid some money to make sure I that investment didn't go flat. It, it's too much of an investment. You know what I mean to not make it to the end. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Um I keep meaning to do questions of the week that are how do I say it? Like that have been posted a long time ago, but the more recent ones have just been so good and I think they're worth talking about. So we're mm-hmm. going to we're going to jump into this one. Uh, this one is brand new. This is off of our question of the week channel in our Discord. Odd question, should your age matter as a Genshin player? I'm 45 next week, and I've played since just after launch. I absolutely love the game from the way it plays. It's excellent plot, wonderful characters, and world, and the beautiful style and art. Yet, when I've mentioned it on socials, I've got accused of being a perv, etc. because of my age. Also, that it's a game for kids, and I'm sad for liking it. I'd be interested in hearing your views on it all. Hmm. I mean... For me, this is an easy one. Uh, no, I don't think it matters at all. I think that games are like one of the unique things that, for the most part, are ageless. You see, with all of these big games especially, you see people from all walks of life, um, you know, whether it be age or literally anything else, um, it's like one, the, one of the few times that everyone can come together. So, for me, absolutely not. I think especially with this game, I think this game speaks to all ages i think everyone will get a different experience out of it so um, kind of like if you watch like there's some like kid shows that are like they have some higher level dialogue that's kind of um, between the lines for parents whenever they go and see it and stuff like that that's kind of like here you can get some really higher level thought going 
especially with some of the conversations that they have. I, I think in some cases, some children would probably have a hard time even understanding it. Um, so yeah, I think it's definitely like in a sense meant for older people, but it's also meant to entertain younger people. So yeah, whenever it comes to age, uh, especially, I think it does not matter in the slightest bit. And I think you're always going to find haters no matter what. And honestly, you can tell them to uh, screw off. So yeah. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> um, so here's the thing, right? And and I might be on a little bit of different spectrum than Pharaoh with this, but mm-hmm. I kind of feel some sometimes the same way. Like it's really easy being in the Discord and talking mm-hmm. to everybody who I know likes Genshin, but when it comes to talking about Genshin, even my like even the podcast, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard because. I, I don't really have a whole lot of, I mean, I have friends, but like nobody that I really converse with, like on a daily basis, really mm-hmm. plays video games. So they wouldn't understand Genshin at all. Right. Especially like if I had to, ex- had to like surmise what Genshin was about, I'd have to say, well, you know, it's anime-styled waifus that I spend money on to get. Yeah. And then they're just like, they'd probably be like, what? So, like, I, I don't, I, I, I have a hard time even talking about, like, Genshin to people that I know don't play or are not even interested in video games because I'm afraid of how they're going to look at me. So, like, I'm kind of like different in that aspect where you're just like you can tell them to screw off Mm -hmm. i just i choose not to bring it up just because i don't know i'm just weird and maybe i am just afraid of bringing it up i think there's like so for me luckily all my friends are you know also gamers i think we're you know diverse in what we like i guess so like some people like i i think i'm the only one of my friends that still plays genshin but i had like two or three of my friends whenever genshin came out that all played none of them still do but um so i don't talk to to them specifically about it just because i know that they don't care too much unless it's something like hey you should jump back in because this is happening right but um yeah but like i feel like that's just more knowing like what interests your friends right if yeah like because there's other games like i have some of my friends that exclusively play shooter games and stuff like that and then i have my moba friends as well and you know i'm not gonna talk to my shooter friends about a moba if they don't care about it you know what i mean right so i think it's partly just like you know it doesn't matter to them so why bother bringing it up to them but yeah i think that's just more of like a you know knowing the interests of your friends and stuff like that but at the end of the day if one if you were like hey i like this game and one of your friends was like well screw that game it's gay or whatever like i'd be like "Mm, all right well you know screw off buddy like i don't care so yeah yeah i think it's just you know Anyone that plays Genshin, that likes Genshin, is going to disagree with that. So I think you're just talking to the wrong people if if you find someone that, like, is making fun of you for liking it, you know? Yeah. Uh, the other thing to keep in mind is that I think, like, I actually, let me backtrack a little bit more mm-hmm. about, like, me being afraid to talk to people about Genshin. Mm-hmm. I can play Genshin on my phone at work, and I don't care. And if someone sees me playing it, I'm just like, oh, it's Genshin. Mm-hmm. But, like... 
I remember playing Genshin in the break room at work, and then, like, Ganyu would just be standing there, like, making those weird noises that she makes. She's, like... <laughs> and I had to, like, turn the volume down. I was just, like, because if people don't know what I'm doing, they're going to think I'm doing something, like, weird at work. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, like, a, a little tangent. But another thing to point out is you spe- you said specifically on socials, that's mm-hmm. when people are calling you a perv. Those people... There's two things to me- like that I want to mention. One, it's really easy for those people on social media to call you out on something because there's you can't call them out on something else that that they're gonna get offended by. Right. Um, it's really easy to attack somebody over social media and have no repercussions. Yeah, there's zero repercussions online essentially. So yep. very uh, easy. And, yeah. And number two, I forget what number two was. <laughs> well, I think I think you're always going to find hate like if you're you know, speaking to a million people online, right? And none of which you know, or, you know, the vast majority of which you don't know, like you're always going to find some vocal minority that just wants to hate you for whatever game you're playing. It literally doesn't even matter the game. You could say, I'm playing Diablo, and people are going to be like, Diablo's gay, I hate you. You know what I mean? Like, there's always just the worst people online. And if you're speaking to a large enough, large enough crowd, like statistically, one or two of them will be in that crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And I think, I think it's, it's just a really good idea to just take Pharaoh's advice. Even Like I'm terrible with explaining things, but yeah, I don't think your age matters. I would still play Genshin if it was still going to be around when I was 45 mm-hmm. years old, even though that's in like, like 18 years that's like fine like i would still play it i i mm-hmm. mean i played pokemon when it when i was like four or five and i still mm-hmm. play pokemon and it's been t- over 20 some years so like yeah I, I still watch the pokemon anime and it's same. like not at <laughs> all at least here it has like most of the concepts that they talk about are adult concepts you know yep. um like that would be literally hard for children to to understand, like I mentioned before. But for Pokemon, I, I'm still watching that, and I'm like, this is the most childish thing in the world. But yeah, I, I love it so much, I don't care. I will still watch it. Yeah, I watch Pokemon <laughs> and eat like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the couch, and that's like me. Revert back to childhood for a little <laughs> bit, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, even like to your point where you were saying like, even they have concepts on here that would be even hard for like a child to understand. Imagine like a child trying to pronounce any of the Genshin characters' names. Oh yeah, and then like Al Haytham's story quest we just talked about involves suicide, and it's like yeah. next time one Very of those people themes. calls you like a perv or says you're playing a kids game, be like, would you would you have a kid watch a show or like consume a piece of media on suicide? Would you let a mm-hmm. like a kid do that? And they're probably going to be like, no, especially if they're a parent. Like I'm a parent, yeah. I have a five year old who's in kindergarten, and I wouldn't like, I wouldn't let him, like. And I'm not saying like suicide is very apparent and like frequent in Genshin, but mm-hmm. the people people die. But those are the themes it's okay with discussing. Yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah. So yeah, that I think half the time those people just don't either don't understand or don't care about video games enough. They're just looking to vent frustration or attack someone to make themselves feel better. Yeah, it, trust me, yeah, at the end of the day, it's not anything to do about you. It's more to do about them. <laughs> yeah. Although, if you if you ship, like, uh, Chi-Chi and, uh, I don't know, D-Luke together, then, yeah, you there's something wrong with you. Or Klee with, uh, 
with Kaya, that's really freaking weird. So don't do that. But like, yeah. other than that, like, I think you're all right I mean, in my that's book. For, that's for any. That's for any game, right? I mean, like, yeah. that would be weird no matter what. So yes, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, and listen, ha- like the the game is f- if they're if they're anything like like the average male. Mm-hmm. And they're calling you a perv. Be like, you don't like looking at really hot. If they're straight, I guess. Like, if they're straight, then you could just be like, hey, like you don't like looking at really hot women on a screen. And then mm-hmm. if if they're if they're not straight and they're gay, just be like, there's really hot dudes in this game. Yeah, and just tell them that. Ito, hello, or I'll right them. There. Even better, or especially Ito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, take it. Take Pharaoh's advice. Ignore them, and once you like, if you just just join our community, you'll never have to deal with that ever again. I mean, they are in our community, but yeah, <laughs> continue to stay in it. Yes, there you go. <laughs> okay, that is the end of our show. Uh, we vaped a lot. That was a, that's good. We're about at an hour. I I think that's oh, wow. surprising. Yeah. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was a really good episode all the way through. I enjoyed doing this one. Yeah, definitely. Um, hopefully next week we have a little bit more to talk about. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we already covered the story quest. There's not really much else to talk about other than, I mean, I guess we could maybe talk about the final conclusion of Lantern Rite since that's going to be completely over, which, the you know, arguably the second half of Lantern Rite was a lot better than the first. Yeah. So maybe we can talk about that. And are you still doing the world quest in the new area? Because it does continue after you do the first part. Uh, I don't remember. I'll have to go back and check my quests. Yeah, go back to like where you first started it at the camps, mm-hmm. and there's like two more world quests, and then you'll start like a whole nother string. Okay. So maybe we can talk about that to kind of bridge us over to the new version special program. We'll see. Right. All right. Travelers, enjoy your week. Me and Farrell will be knee-deep in Hogwarts Legacy, so... That's right. Yep. I'm sure the game's great. Oh, yeah. So, enjoy your week, guys, and we'll see you in the next one.